Hello to all you Eagles fans out there. This is episode 31 of the Missing Link Podcast. Your connection to the Eagles through the eyes of a fan. Today, we're taking a look at the playoffs. What went wrong in Tampa? Also, we're going to take a look at the 2022 offseason and see what the future may hold. We are back. Eagles had a playoff loss. I had the opportunity to go visit my parents in Tampa. Perfect opportunity to watch the birds play in a playoff game against the GOAT, Tom Brady. Shout out to mom and dad. Let's just let's talk about it. We had a team coming into the playoffs that didn't have a lot to prove. They already had overachieved in what they were looking to accomplish. Most experts will tell you that the Birds should have finished with four or five wins. We had more hope than that, of course, and Jalen Hurts developed. We had some draft picks that hit, and they had a really good season. What could go wrong? Let's go into the playoff game and let's play against the defending champs, and we'll feel good about ourselves. Unfortunately, that's not what happened. I had the opportunity to be in the, the nosebleeds and watch it all for my seat. By the way, let's just talk about Tampa for a second. The stadium is is kind of in a neighborhood, right? You kind of walk down the street. A lot of people are tailgating. Bucks fans are very nice. I had a lovely time, and the stadium was really cool. Uh, the weather was a little gusty. We ended up having sunshine instead of rain, so that's great. Eagles fans travel extremely well. Perception had nothing but Eagles fans in it. It was a wonderful time. What wasn't so wonderful was once the game started. And I think a lot of that has to do with the team coming out a little flat, you know, even the sidelines you know, between commercial breaks. They were very tight, and I think that became obvious in the early going, not being able to run, not being able to throw. Couldn't even cross midfield for a while there. Why does that happen? Have someone like Nick Sirianni who, playing with house money, right? Go for it. Long passes or trick plays or playing loose. They acted like they were contenders for the Super Bowl and we got to play our best game ever. Playing Tom Brady, like, don't worry about it. You haven't really beat a good team all year. Just go out and play loose. And they just didn't do that. Between the first and the second quarter, all the way up till halftime, didn't score a single point. Obviously, that part's embarrassing, but what's more embarrassing to me as I watch that from a fan's perspective is just me and all these fans, you know, travel obviously to the games and we're excited and it seemed like we were almost more excited to play the Bucks than the Eagles players were. And that's disappointing. The second half, especially towards the end of the game, final score of 31-15, you know, Devonta Smith finally saw a few targets. It's a tough pill to swallow. It's not the way you want to end a season, but at the same time, we weren't supposed to be in the playoffs anyway. Just having the opportunity to play to the defending champs, to get into the playoffs, get some experience for all those players. Overall, the season was a massive success. A lot of people, namely other fans and some media outlets who want to stir the pot, what does this mean for Jalen Hurts? And it's never about the coaching staff. All the coaching staff is great. I mean, maybe Gannon getting head coaching interviews. And I mean, I personally hope that Gannon moves on and we replace him with a Mike Zimmer or someone along those lines. Big Angio, that'd be great. It's interesting how the media really focuses in on the quarterback. For someone who's so young, under the age of 25, first year starting, taking your team to the playoffs is an accomplishment. You know, one that really we should be celebrating and you don't need to figure out who a player is and you know well, what's he going to end up being. You know what's his ceiling like. Let's just focus on the positives. We had a playoff season, something that we definitely weren't expecting. Doesn't all fall at Jalen's shoulder. We have a running game that was anemic. Wide receivers like Reger regularly playing, and uh, you know we had some drops from Goddard. Like it's a team effort. Let's talk about Jalen Hurts for a second. I think that. We lose some perspective as we go through the feelings that you have after a game, of course, and the week after. It's easy to point fingers and say, well, this, that, and the other thing. It should have been like this. Or, oh, man, we really need Derek Carr. Like, you need Derek Carr. You need Kirk Cousins. Like, give me a break. 
So I thought it'd be a fun exercise to go through and, and take a look at Hertz's season and really just the Eagle season, get that perspective, right? And then kind of move forward with that thought process in mind. So when you look at Hertz's season overall, 61.3% completion percentage, not fantastic, but not terrible. He threw for 3,144 yards, not a lot. If you look at the NFL quarterbacks this year, that's below folks like Henneke, even Trevor Lawrence, the number one overall pick, threw for more yards than Hurts did this year. 16 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. That's not fantastic. People like Teddy Bridgewater, Jimmy Garoppolo, they threw more touchdowns, less interceptions. But the thing is that makes Hurts unique is his running ability. He ran for 784 yards with 10 touchdowns, eclipsing an Eagles record. That running thread you have to respect, that's really the secret sauce that led to our running game being so effective. And that was the most in the NFL for yards as a quarterback. It was more than 20 yards over Lamar Jackson, who didn't play pretty much the end of the season, last three or four games. Definitely would have eclipsed him there. But that just shows that Hertz has NFL ability to both run and pass. Now, can he be a better improved passer? Absolutely. The yards show that. But let's not act like having Jalen Rager as your second or third receiver means that you have all the options in the world. I think there's a definite room there for improvement. Bonta Smith's only going to get better and better. He almost had 1,000 yards this year alone in a really run-heavy offense. So I think that there's time here to surround Hurts with a cast of characters, improvement, right? Maybe go to free agency, trade for a player like Calvin Ridley from the Falcons who needs to change the scenery to get a different flavor in the offense. And, you know, there's always things you can do in the running game. I don't think Miles Sanders is necessarily the long-term answer. And then you can always find running backs in the draft as well. So there's just a lot to do here. And the fact that they were able to be so successful, yeah, you're beating lower-level teams. But at the end of the day, it's about beating those lower-level teams. You're still far away from the upper echelon, of course. The Bucks really showed you that. But there's a lot of room for this team to grow and improve. And Jordan Maialata said after the game, you know, I'm really proud of what we accomplished because we're so young. And I couldn't agree more. Players just going to get better and grow together. You have the baseline of Hertz's season. I thought it'd be a fun exercise to go through and see, well, what NFL quarterbacks are out there? And would you take Hertz over those quarterbacks, both next year and beyond? So let's go through each quarterback in the NFL. And let's take a look at them and say, okay, well, would I rather have Hertz or that player? We're going to start in the AFC. Baker Mayfield. Well, I would certainly take Hertz over Baker Mayfield. I think everyone would. Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke. I'll just make up a combo. I'll take Hertz every day of the week. Lamar Jackson. No, I think I'll take Lamar on that one. <laughs> Lamar is like Hertz perfected. Obviously, he's a little bit further into his career. He struggled early in his career as well, too. But you're talking about from now into the future, I'll take Lamar Jackson's talent all day long. Josh Allen, another late bloomer. Someone who really turned it on this year to be in the MVP discussion. I'll take him over Hertz as well. Mills, the Houston quarterback. I'll take Hertz over that guy. Carson Wentz. Well, I think most Eagles fans would agree that the way with the Colts season ended, Carson's probably off the table and Hurts, you know, would be not an improvement necessarily, but certainly a lateral move and certainly someone I would take over him moving forward. This may be controversial, but Derek Carr, I'd rather have Hurts. I think Derek Carr threw for 23 touchdowns, 16 interceptions this year. Yeah, he led his team to the playoffs, but let's not act like he's this marked improver over what we have today. Definitely a better passer. I'm not sure that's a big improvement in what it would take to grab him and obviously sign into a long-term contract. I'll take Hertz. Tua for Miami. I'll take Hertz. Joe Burrow. Give me Burrow. <laughs> Can you imagine if we had Burrow on our team? We'd be incredible. I really like him, and I think he's doing a great job. Obviously, he's got great weapons, right? If you compare the, the weapons of the Cincinnati Bengals to what we have, I mean, it's night and day, right? And I'm not even just talking about Chase versus Devonta Smith. I'm talking about T. Higgins. I'm talking about Tyler Boyd. They got some great people over there. Trevor Lawrence. Well, he's the number one overall pick. He's got a lot of talent. He threw for more yards than Hurts did this year. I think I'll take Trevor moving forward. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I think we'll all take Patrick Mahomes there. It's kind of easy to say. 
Justin Herbert for the Chargers. Another great year. I'll take Herbert. Mac Jones. I think I'll take Hertz. Zach Wilson for the Jets. I'll take Hertz. And Big Ben. Well, at this point in his career, I'll definitely take Hertz. Ryan Tannehill. Probably take Tannehill, number one seed, accurate player, really, really blossomed after about six years in purgatory. We'll go there. So in the AFC, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven quarterbacks I would take over Hertz, and we've got nine I would not. So he's like kind of right in the middle there. In the NFC, Kyler Murray. Kyler, right? We got Matt Ryan. Do you really want Matt Ryan over Jalen Hurts for the next couple of years? Eh, I'd probably take Hurts. Cam Newton, Hurts. Jared Goff, Hurts. Kirk Cousins, Hurts. Taysom Hill, give me Hurts. Mike Glennon, or if you want to go with Daniel Jones, I would go Hurts again. And Jimmy G, I mean, Jimmy G almost lost that game last week. Interception, they just couldn't convert, so I'll take Hurts over him as well. Justin Fields, rookie this year for Chicago. Probably take Fields. He really showed a lot this year, and he's got great arm talent, some mobility. I think I'd probably take Fields there. Aaron Rodgers, he's the MVP of the league. I'll definitely take him. Matt Stafford, incredible year, over 40 touchdowns. Give me him. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson had a pretty tough year last year, but generally speaking, he's got the experience. 33 is not the youngest, but it's also not too old. I'd probably take Russell Wilson. And Tom Brady. You never know when Tom's going to actually retire, but I think Tom is a pretty safe bet moving forward over Hertz. So overall, we've got, let's see, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 quarterbacks. I would take over Hertz. So that puts him right in 14th in the NFL, right dead center. That's in year one. You know, you may disagree with one or two here and there. For a quarterback that was drafted in the second round, put in a place with not that much talent, 14th in the NFL over most of the quarterbacks really that are starting today. Yeah, of course you can improve in the draft. Yeah, of course there's always going to be prospects coming out that could do better. But I think we're in a pretty good spot with him. And I think it's worth giving him 2022 to grow into that. See how he can improve both in reading defenses, not bailing from the pocket too early. There's a thousand things he can work on. But he's got the intangibles. He's got the draft. His teammates love him. If you can swing a trade for Russell Wilson, if you can sign Aaron Rodgers, of course you do that. I saw some things saying like trade all three first round draft picks for Russell Wilson. I, I don't think that's that's ridiculous. There's no way you would do something like that. But if you can throw a one at him, you know, maybe throw Hurts their way and then do a second round pick. Yeah. To think that that's realistic, to think those teams will let them go, I'm not so sure. And if you're Howie Roseman and you're sitting in the chair and you're saying, well, do I ride with this guy for another year? You know, we're not going to compete for a Super Bowl next year. He's still on a rookie contract. I could sign, you know, big ticket wide receivers. I could sign a Calvin Ridley, right? I could sign a big running back. I could add to my defense with my first round picks. I could really start to build this team up. And if Hurts isn't the answer, if Hurts is a guy that bottoms out of mediocrity or above average and is a really good backup quarterback, and you, now you have the team around him and you just insert that quarterback, whether it's a big trade, whether it's drafting, you know, Bryce Young next year, wouldn't that be nice? Then you got yourself something and then you got yourself a contender for years to come. So I know sometimes it's easy to get into recency bias and say, well, you know, we want answers today. Harry Roseman yesterday went through and said that Hurts was his guy. I believe him. I believe that he's going into the offseason thinking that. And honestly, what other choices does he really have? And if you get an opportunity to have a really big upgrade, you, of course, do that. But if we had Aaron Rodgers in the, today, right, we could just like wave a magic wand and that happens. Yeah, we have three first round picks to put around him. Still a young team, though. And is he going to elevate us to the playoffs? Absolutely. Is it good enough to win the Super Bowl? Mm, probably not, right? We still need some edge rushers. We've got a linebacker crew that can tackle really well. Of course, their numbers look great. A lot of combined tackles, but no one would call them studs. Great cornerback, right? All pro, Darius Slay. No one across from him right now. 
And our safety play has been pretty suspect. It's getting picked apart year after year. So there's a lot to do here. And I know as a fan, you want to just go forward. You want to say, well, I want answers today. I want to be competitive. I want to go back to where we were in 2017 and recapture those feelings of competing every year. And I, you know, to Howie's credit, he had a, a great comment about, you know, last time you were in the playoffs, I kind of went all in you know, signing big free agents or handing out big contracts or big swinging for trades. And that's not the way you should approach this. This is a young team that is building. But if we go forward and say, okay, 2023 and beyond, we're going to have a young core, great left tackle, great line. Hopefully Jason Kelsey keeps playing, but a great line. Add some players that wide receiver crew. Add a running back. Get some defensive players that are homegrown. And, and then if Hurts isn't the answer, then you go get that guy. I think that's kind of where we need to go. Look where we ended up. In the playoffs playing the defending champs. Next year, if we go back to the playoffs, maybe we win the division. That's another positive step forward. Not every year is going to be Super Bowl contending. Hertz doesn't really give us an answer one way or another. Is he going to be great? Is he going to be terrible? I think it's the answer somewhere in the middle. I think he's going to be good at what he's good at. He will improve at certain aspects. But as we went through that list, I mean, 14th in the NFL isn't too bad. And I feel lucky that we're moving on from Carson, obviously that wasn't going to work out. Didn't work out in Indianapolis, certainly for them this year. You know, we'll just ride it out, see where this goes. There's plenty of time to compete for Super Bowls, but you got to build the team first. And should Howie be the guy to do that? I mean, he's had a long time to build this thing up. I'm not so sure, but uh, you look around at the GMs who are being fired and, you know, like the Chris Ballers of the world who were touted as best GM ever. And, you know, he trades for Carson Wentz for a first round pick. So we all make mistakes, but I think he's taking the right approach. If we're going to start building this thing from the ground up with an eye towards the future, I think that's smart. The NFL offseason is something I really enjoy. Obviously, the Eagles have three first round draft picks. There's a lot to talk about, especially when it comes to who those players could be, speculation about the free agency. I mean, all this stuff is really what makes the NFL great and a year round spectacle. I plan on covering that. I want to talk through some more podcasts about that. So don't expect me to go away for another year. There was a lot of things involved with moving to Denver, Colorado, getting married, got a puppy, and just really enjoying, you know, where I live now. So going to that game really reinvigorated me. You know, seeing the Eagles play in the playoffs is is always a fun time, even if it was a butt whooping. I plan on being around for a little longer here, you know, giving you podcasts on a semi-regular basis. So thanks for listening. Reach me at joshmcnutt24 on Twitter to talk through some of these quarterbacks. Maybe you disagree, right, with some of the quarterbacks I took Hurts over. At the end of the day, I'm always up for debate, and I think this is going to be an extremely interesting offseason. Thank you for listening, and have a great rest of your day. Fly, Eagles, fly. Thank you so much for listening to the Missing Link podcast. If you have the opportunity, please review, subscribe, give us five-star ratings, all that good stuff. It really does help. I hope you guys had a wonderful 2021 Eagle season. Didn't end the way we wanted, but there's a lot to look forward to coming up, starting with free agency and followed by the draft. Go Birds! Go Birds!